Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, JoJo. And I'm Dyra. And I'm Kalo Hilani. <laughs> hey! So say that slower for the people who aren't going to get it the first time. Okay. K a lo he la ni. Kalo Hilani. Perfect. How often do you have to fucking um, <laughs> people? Well, now, like back then, or like when I was growing up, people would ask me, like, how do you say that? But now people are just like, what's your nickname? <laughs> I'm like, I hate when people do that. Uh-huh. Like, I was oh, literally going to ask you that. I hate that. It's like, <laughs> can you respect my name? Like, Gr- girl. Hello, culture. Like, girl. Right. I literally deal with this shit all the time. So when I was like messaging you and emailing mm-hmm. you, I was like, I need to make sure that I spell her name correctly <laughs> because I fucking hate when people spell my name incorrectly. I was literally, literally practicing how to say her name last night because I didn't want to get it wrong. So I think I'm going to practice it one more time. Okay, hello, Hilani. Yes. Did I get it right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't say it yet. Because I'm going to fuck it up. Come on, you can I'm try it. to butcher it. <laughs> Fine. Okay, hello. Huh? He, he, la, he. Lani. Oh, I just need to see it. Ke alohilani. Yes. Oh, all right. It's different when you see it. You got to see it spelled out. So it it actually bothers you when people don't even. It does. Okay. Because like I would prefer to be called by my name because mm-hmm. that's my name. Right. But I mean, if somebody asks and they're like, okay, I'll try it. And then they ask for my nickname. Mm-hmm. But if they're just like right off the bat, what's your nickname? I'm just right. like, I don't even want to tell you. <laughs> yeah, like at least try. Mm-hmm. It kills me because I feel like like people know how to say like these complicated um, like restaurant names and just yeah. like food options, mm-hmm. but they can't say a regular name. And then it's like they see a whole bunch of letters and they're just like, no, yeah, I'm not even going to try to. <laughs> right, right. Not even going to attempt that. That's <laughs> actually what it is. I think what makes it hard too is like when you do see it spelled out, it's not spelled out how you say it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's very easy Kinda, to get it fucked uh-huh. up. I mean, listen, well, half the people don't know how to say Kalani's name. They don't. I don't. A lot of people just assume that's my name, too. I'm, I'm like, I believe it. Uh-huh. Like, I'm like, there's a whole lot of letters. I'm like, y'all don't see those letters? I'm like, you guys just see a K and a Lani at the yeah. end? And you're like, all right, that's what it is. Like, mm-hmm. Do people no. ever ever say that? Yes. They say it all the time. I'm like, no. So what's the worst <laughs> thing somebody's called you? Like, trying mm-hmm. to give your name? Sometimes people just, they're just like, Kealani. And I'm like, oh, wow. no. They just <laughs> like, see K-E- and the Lania, then they just get rid of the middle part. And mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, if you just look at it, just stare at it, you might get it. Right. You know? Right. They just got to give it a chance. Yeah. So where, mm-hmm. where does your name come from? So my mom is Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. So my mom grew up there. She lived there until she was like 19 or 20. And then she came out here. I met my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad's black. Mm-hmm. He's from Camden. And <laughs> they met, I think they met like at a job or something. Uh-huh. And then they've been together like ever since. Really? Mm-hmm. So we went to on vacation to Hawaii and we've gone on, on a lot of trips. And we always say that Hawaii was like literally the most beautiful mm-hmm. place. It was just like, it looked fake. Like mm-hmm. you look, you looked at like the mountains and, and the beach and it looked like you were looking at a picture. When did you guys go? 
We went in February of last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, I I went, no, I went in 2020 mm-hmm. and during like Thanksgiving. Like uh-huh. when we were growing up, my family, we would go like every other year because mm-hmm. my all of my mom's side of the family is over there. So mm-hmm. it's like we would go and then we would have a place to stay. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, we would be there for like a month. Mm-hmm. Just living it up. Yeah. <laughs> It's always That's nice amazing. to travel when we got somewhere to stay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't hurt. Because it's expensive as fuck out there. Yeah, it is. And the only reason we were able to go, like, obviously, we would have went eventually. Mm-hmm. But because my best friend was stationed out there at the time, mm-hmm. it was like, all right. Oh, they be stationed out there? Yeah. Why didn't I know that? Right, girl. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. They got a whole entire base out there. It's like a whole, like its own community. Yeah. Their base is out there. Shit. Yeah. You mm-hmm. could send me to Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it's super expensive out there, so. No, but uh-huh. it's worth it. I feel like everyone has to go at least once in your life because mm-hmm. it's really, really nice. Um, So I'm so happy that we have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Of course. So we actually met her at Pride. Yes, so, we met at Pride. Yeah, we met at Pride in Philly. Um. Well, we were what on the second floor of Woody's? No, it was actually the first floor. For it was wh- whatever, the it was the second, right? Yes. It was like where the foggy stuff. Better. It was where the, it was foggy, where all the lights. It are. was dark. Yeah, it was dark. Yes, it was like by the bathroom. <laughs> it don't matter, but whatever. Yes, it was by the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So then y'all started talking, and I was like, "She looks so familiar." And you were like, "Yeah, she's from like from TikTok." Oh, oh yeah, oh, that's what I said. I'm like, "Oh my god, are you guys on TikTok?" <laughs> And I felt so corny saying that because, like, when people say that to me, I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, how am I going to say hi to them? So I was just like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I know you guys from TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it wasn't awkward at all. I feel like it was a good time. We got, it was a great time. We were drinking. Was we were taking shots. Then we went to another place. Like, we were just having a good time. And there was no drama, which I love. No drama. Because I feel like sometimes when we go out, we there would be drama out here. Like, it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, super happy that you're on the podcast. Um, I was looking through your TikToks, and I thought that you'd be a perfect person to come on the podcast because you are literally the queen of the switch-up and the queen of transitions. And I'm going to include some TikToks in the description <laughs> here because y'all got to see this girl. Um, if you're if you're listening right now, you're not watching. I suggest you go to YouTube and watch Period. it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a must see uh-huh. episode. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You guys are so sweet. <laughs> so is that how you started like your TikTok journey, like doing like transitions and stuff? Um, so first my TikTok, it was kind of just me doing hair at mm-hmm. first, and then I'm like, I don't really want to post about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it was like during COVID, like obviously nobody was doing anything, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. I was figuring myself out. And in 2020 was when I was like, I like, I wanted to start presenting as masculine, but I never did because I was always presenting feminine. My family always saw me feminine. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. So mm-hmm. I was just, I just started making those transition videos on TikTok. And then one of them went viral and I'm like, oh, people think I'm cute <laughs> like this. I'm like, okay. So it was validating for me. Uh-huh. So then that's when I just started making all that videos. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this was like, um, uh, a confidence boost for me and then mm-hmm. once it started blowing up i'm like period <laughs> i can do this when i go out like, uh-huh um, so. <laughs> that's funny because i actually met her from tiktok are you guys met on tiktok yes girl oh. she posted something i was like oh who's that so i went to go follow her on instagram and yeah then it's just history from there she calls them thirst traps 
mean, mean that's what, what they are, right? What, right. What would you call them? What would I mean, you call your videos? Yeah, but the <laughs> one that you saw me wasn't even a thirst trap. No, I saw like two videos. What was the first video you saw? It was the that she was looking for a future wife. Mm-hmm. Actually, that sound trended after I did it. Yeah. So I posted a video <laughs> saying, Dear future wife, I'm going to need you to hurry to fuck up and come save me from this nonsense before I lose my mind. And she came <laughs> to save you. And she did. Literally, like, <laughs> I probably started talking to her like a week later after mm-hmm. that video. And that funny? You? Isn't that funny? Time in. <laughs> we out here. <laughs> so what do you, like, well... I mean, you said you presented mostly feminine, but in terms of like your sexuality, where do you lie? Do you not lie under a label? Do you care about labels? Um, sexuality wise, I do care about labels. I would say I'm a lesbian. Um, I still think like men are cute. I'll say like if a man is attractive, but anything like romantically or sexually, I'm just like, that's a big no, no. I just can't do it. (laughs) Have you ever dated a man? I have. I had a boyfriend in high school. Okay. We were together for like two years. And then even when we were dating, he knew. Mm -hmm. I had a teammate on my team. I was like in love with her. (laughs) And he like realized because I would like flirt with her. I would not care. Mm -hmm. And he would just see it. And he's just like, do you have something to tell me? I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh (laughs) And he's just like, I feel like you have feelings for this girl. And I'm like, I do. Mm -hmm. I do. And then like, he was like, okay, well, if you want to explore that, then you can Mm -hmm. or whatever. But, like, we were still together. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up cheating on me. And I'm like, nobody said you could do that. No <laughs> but, then, the but then after that, it was just like, uh-huh. I'm exploring this. Yeah. What sport did you play? I played basketball and volleyball. Mm-hmm. Of course you did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, apparently, that's where all the gays come from. I'm not knocking it, but it's not always true. So then how did, did you ever do anything with that teammate? Did they know? Um, yes, she knew. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like she, she, knew, she knew what she was doing. Uh-huh. And she was kind of, like, she was the openly gay girl, like, oh, at our high school. And everybody loved her. Mm-hmm. Like, and then we never, we, like, made out before. But mm-hmm. like, that was it. Nothing <laughs> like, you know. Is she considered a straight crush. girl or is she gay, too? No, she's so gay. gay. Oh, okay, okay. Gay as fuck. <laughs> Maybe one day she'll come back into my life. Baby, come back. <laughs> So, as someone who presents um, stud and then stem, would you consider, like, stud or stem? I would consider stem. Mm -hmm. And, like, I wouldn't, like, when I'm dressed masculine, Mm -hmm. I I don't think I would consider myself a stud. I just Mm -hmm. say, like, that I'm presenting masculine, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I don't know. Like, when I first started, Mm -hmm. I first started dressing masculine, like, within last year. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I was talking to girls, like when we would go out, they would see me one way mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, well, like I would give them my Instagram or whatever. And then they would see my pictures and they're like, you do this. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like I do. And then it got to the point where I would meet like these really cute masculine girls mm-hmm. and they would be like, do you really dress like this in real life? And I would lie. Like, really? I would be a liar. Cause this is like when I was first figuring myself out and uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, no. I'm like, that's all just for Instagram. That's just for TikTok. Being a liar. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And then I'm like, I can't be lying to them because now I'm lying to myself, like putting myself in denial. Mm-hmm. Like, I do present this way. But this person that I'm interested in wants to see me a certain way. So I was just uh-huh. like, let me just say I do this. Uh-huh. And then it started coming across like I'm like this fake person in that I'm like a clout chaser with like the stuff I was posting oh, damn. and that like I only did certain stuff for 
social media and uh-huh. I'm like I mean I was saying that but uh-huh. I was saying that because I didn't know what else to say yeah like, yeah I was figuring it out mm-hmm. but now I'm so comfortable with being able to present as both mm-hmm. and um like let's see you're gonna have to cut this but no <laughs> it's okay like uh-huh. now I don't like when girls tell me mm-hmm. like hey I don't really like that you present masculine or some Mm -hmm. feminine girls do that too. They're like, I don't like that you can present the same way I do. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. You have your preference, but that means I'm not the girl for you. Like Mm -hmm. I'm done trying to like put myself in this box and like make myself little for other people. Cause there Mm -hmm. are people out there that are like, I love that you do this. Mm -hmm. Like they, they, it's like the best thing in the world to them. I'm like, I need you. you. I need that type of person Mm -hmm. in my life. So yeah. Yeah. So when you would, like date studs and then they would see your feminine side they like that but then when they saw your your masculine side they were like oh shit like Mm -hmm. this is not (laughs) this is not it type shit yeah they would just be like i'm not attracted to that side and i would just be like okay like i've never been with like after my most recent relationship was like ended like last year Mm -hmm. november december and i was never with a stud since Mm -hmm. then like because a lot of them are just like I don't like that. They'll like love my personality. They'll love my feminine side. But Uh just the fact that I can present the way that they do and act the way that they do, they're just like, attraction is gone all the way. (laughs) That is so crazy to me because like at the end of the day, we're all women. Yeah. So what the fuck is it that turns you off exactly? Yeah. I mean, it's cool. That's their preference. You can't knock somebody's preference, but at the same time, why fuck with me if you knew this how this how it was coming anyway? <sighs> I feel like I a guess. lot of people always have the idea, I could change a person. I feel like for situations where, like, you and me that are in between like that, it's real easy for them to be like, yeah, I don't like that. And yeah. then we, like, box ourselves. Yeah. Because I've done it. And you, you kind of just feel weird. You present femme, like, once a year. Yeah. <laughs> You keep saying that, but it don't matter. So anyway, but because I really used to, like, before I even got back into, like, just my comfortable sense of masculinity, I was presenting femme often. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. this was way before you. Uh-huh. So you could keep saying that. But... I mean, it, I'm not saying it, like, in a bad way. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Keep going. But keep going. Uh-huh. it's weird because, like, people do say that shit, like, especially studs. And it's just like, Bitch. yeah. But surprisingly, mm-hmm. femmes do the same thing. Like, this femme for femme thing is so big on TikTok, but in yeah. person, They're like, like I remember I met this girl out, I was masculine, and she was femme, and then mm-hmm. she was like, oh my God, we should go out again. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to dress like a femme and uh-huh. see how she reacts. Uh-huh. She was not having it. Like, literally in my face, she was like, you dress like this? And I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. And she's like, I don't know. I feel like we will be more on a friend vibe. Uh-huh. I'm oh, like, wow. so all I got to do is change my clothes and it's a whole different situation. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't even know how to react at the, like in the moment. Cause I'm like, what the fuck? And this was in person? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, your... I'm like, dang, that was bold to say. Like, you can just say that <laughs> to right. someone. Like, and I didn't know what to do. I was just like, all right. Like, and I have not talked to her. Do you oh, feel like wow. it's more insulting when a stud tells you that or a fam? Um, I think it's insulting either Period, way. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's just all together. Yeah. That's crazy. It sounds like it's happened to you a couple of times. It has. How many times did you say? Um, enough. Enough. <laughs> I would say at least like more than 10 times like going out. Oh yeah. my goodness. Mm-hmm. But my thing is like people stalk you before they even go That's out with you. So it's like, it's not like you need it. Why is this and I think what they think is just because I can do both that I'll choose one. 
for them. Like they can just pick, oh, you can dress femme. I want you to dress like that all the time. I'm like, no, that's not how it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. I think that's just what they think, but no, it's not it. (laughs) So what do you prefer? Like what's your preference in females? I don't, I don't have a preference. I used to think that I did. Um, cause all of my exes are, two of them are studs and then two of them are stems. And every femme that I tried to like get close to, it was, they expected too much masculinity out of me. And I'm like, girl, uh-huh. we're the same. I'm right. like, I can give you that, but I'm super feminine too. Like I want to be cuddled. I mm-hmm. want the door held open for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just think that they weren't realizing that. And I'm like, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. do it. No. I don't even consider that femme though. I think like right. that those traits are just being nice. Being, <laughs> not even being nice, but it's just what females want. They want what mm-hmm. they give and it's that sense of nurturing. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And yeah. that sense of like care cared for. Like mm-hmm. if I could do it for you, I, I would like it back. Right. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. I don't even think that that comes with a sense of femininity. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make you less masculine right. or more feminine. Mm-hmm. We all want to be cuddled. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's weird. I don't mm-hmm. know why people make it seem like that relates to fans right. only. Um, what do you think the difference is when you go out dressed as a like more masculine um, versus like you looking feminine? Um, I would say when I'm dressed femme, I'm more um, bold with approaching people, whether they look femme or masculine. But if I'm presenting masculine, mm-hmm. I won't go up to a stud. Like, Mm -hmm. unless I see eye contact or something, like, Mm -hmm. I'm not as bold as I would be. But when I am dressed masculine, like, more girls come up to me than when I'm dressed Mm -hmm. femme. Mm -hmm. And femmes are bold, like, crazy. (laughs) Crazy. They gotta be now. There was one time I was out with my brother. Um, I think, I don't even, was it during Pride? I don't know, maybe it was in June. But we were out, I was lit, I had a hook in my hand, had a cup in my hand. Mm -hmm. And this girl, she just, like, and I was just masculine. This girl, like, grits my neck up. <laughs> she, like, pulled because she was shorter. She grits me up, and she's like, girl, you are fine as fuck. I'm like, thank uh-huh. you, but Relax. why are you gripping me up like that? Uh-huh. Like, why are you grabbing me so hard? Uh-huh. And, like, I mean, like, it was flattering, but sometimes they're just too much. Mm-hmm. Like, And when masculine girls present, like, approach me when I'm femme, they're, like, super soft and, like, try to be, like, real cool and chill. And I'm like, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I would want to be approached, not that grip me up uh-huh. Uh-huh. this is what i always tell her when we go out every time we go out i'm like people know you're gay like you are gay yeah you right, right. Gay. so when we go out it's like she's getting a lot of attention mm-hmm. because like you said femmes are crazy like mm-hmm. they don't yeah. they don't they care, don't care. If even together type shit they don't um but yeah, it's always like a like a topic of discussion for us. I'm like, people just know you're gay. And I feel like when when studs see me with her, they just put two and two together. Right, yeah. Like they're like, oh, they're probably dating mm-hmm. or something. But I don't know what it is about femmes that they just don't give a fuck. So is that frustrating for you when you're out and like- Oh yeah, girl, I'll be ready to fight people. <laughs> like I don't care. Like I'll be ready to fight. <laughs> um but do you find that more men come up come up to you when you're dressed femme rather than when you're like um Men, Mask. I don't mm-hmm. put myself in like straight spaces anymore. Oh, okay. So recently, not much men come up to me. Like if men are coming up to me, it's either like if I'm at like a Wawa or like mm-hmm. a Walmart. Like the other day, someone like I was in the drive at McDonald's and he's like, you got a boyfriend? <laughs> I'm like, I am gay. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, and I like men that are cool about it. They're not like a weirdo. Mm-hmm. And But then there's those men that are like, why are you gay? 
Mm-hmm. Why do you like girls? Why do you like girls? We like right. them for the same reasons. Uh-huh. Right. Or they're like, you haven't had the right man yet. Have you had the right man yet, sir? <laughs> like, so when men do approach me, it's usually when I'm femme, but they do approach me too when I'm dressed masculine. I don't think they care like, at all. <laughs> no. They do not care. They see a woman, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually had someone who I work with, and he's an older dude, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, older people have that old school mentality. But he was like, um, asked me something along the lines of like, if I got a man, basically. And I was like, oh, me and my girl. <laughs> uh-huh. And he was like, your girl. I was like, yeah. And he was like, wow, that's a fucking waste. He was like, like what, do, how? what do you mean by that? He was like, y'all taking like good women. You said that at work? From us. He said he, he said work? That, yeah, he, he's somebody I work <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah, you didn't go to HR? No, girl. I would have gone to HR. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't take offense to it only because it's like, it no, don't, the, it the don't people matter to me. Like, it's crazy as hell. They are. I work in a more male, male environment. Right. So it's a bunch of guys I work around with. And some of them are cool with it. They know. You know, my lifestyle and I, that I have a girl, most times they're pretty respectful. And then you got some who just, like, try it and just think it's funny. And, yeah. But whatever, I don't let that shit get to me. But, yeah, some people really be like, yo, that's a waste. You taking women away from us type shit. And I'm just like, well, not my fault. Y'all don't know how to act. They just think everything revolves around them. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's not how it works. That's not that's not what the point is here. Yeah. Right. You know? so. It's ridiculous. YOLO. Like you said, I I say the same shit too, and I'm just like, I like them for the same reasons you like them. Mm -hmm. Like, why does that sound so crazy? Yeah. I don't I don't get that. Uh Uh-huh. Well, they just be like, yeah, they just mad because they can't get none. Right. (laughs) Not my fault. And it's crazy because I feel like you look gay. So what like how do these how do these men that you work with have the balls to like literally say that to you? Do you think that you have it don't even matter to them that it's Uh like, oh, she's gay. It's the it's for them, it's just like you're a woman and you're yeah. a beautiful woman at that. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to stop trying just because you're gay. You're a beautiful woman. Uh-huh. It's like, guys, even when you tell guys, oh, like, oh, I'm with my girl. Like, that's not going to stop them from, uh-huh. okay, that, that's right. fine. I respect yeah. it. But at the same time, you're a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Nothing stops you from being beautiful just because you're gay. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. And I'm not calling you ugly. No, that's I'm not what I'm saying. saying. You are, but I'm, you, I'm saying, like, it no, doesn't but matter. I, I'm saying, like, what makes them comfortable enough to say those type of things? Like, have you opened the door where you're, like, that cool with them? For some, I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. I think it's just because of my personality. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so, like, uh, like, you know, funny, outgoing type uh-huh. shit that they don't think about what they say before they say it. They think like, oh, she cool as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think I couldn't say this to her type shit. Oh, okay. oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And like, I feel like I also have like a sense of male mentality too, where like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I like not come at them in the mm-hmm. same way, but again, like I come with that personality where I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I feel like they come across like that. And I'm just like, you sound dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, I tell them about themselves, but I don't take it personal because at the end of the day, half the time, guys really don't understand. And right. a lot of them, like the guys that I work with, are older. Mm-hmm. Like, older. So, so they don't care to understand Yeah, either. they don't. It's like that old school shit. It's just like, that's mm-hmm. fine. I'm not here to teach you. Right. I work yeah. with you. I, there's no need for me to take it personal, but I'll let you know, like, this is what's up. Mm-hmm. So, that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my other question was... Um, how does your family see it? Like, do they, I don't know, like, did, when you first started um, presenting as more masculine, were they mm-hmm. like, mm, what are you doing? No, mm-hmm. actually, like, they were a big part of me being able to start presenting that way. Because mm-hmm. when I was just mm-hmm. femme, 
they would see me and they would just be like, are you comfortable with what you're wearing? <laughs> I'm like, no. Like they saw it before I did and they could uh-huh. tell that I wasn't comfortable and I was just like trying to force it. So like there was even one time I was going out with my brother mm-hmm. and I was, I had on like this mini skirt and this crop top and like I wear that stuff now, but mm-hmm. like in the moment, like you could just tell I didn't want to have it on. So I go downstairs and I'm ready to leave. And my sister's like, you should go upstairs and change. I'm like, dang, do I look ugly? <laughs> and she's like, no, I can just tell that you don't want to wear that. So I go upstairs and change into a little more masculine outfit. And she was like, see, you can just read like how I was, like my demeanor and everything. She was just like, you just look more comfortable. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how did you know that? She's mm-hmm. like, you're my sister. Hello. Yeah. So them being able to notice that before me and them validating that for me, I'm just like, okay, now if they if they're fine with it, I can just... Let me see mm-hmm. what it's like when I go out. And mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. yeah. So No, I feel like being a femme is just too much work sometimes. Yeah. It's like the makeup, <laughs> the hair, the lashes, the nails, the tight stuff. It, honestly, I'd be over it uh, mm-hmm. most of the time. Like, I don't like wearing dresses. She knows I don't like wearing dresses. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, I'm uncomfortable most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's just because I'm uncomfortable with my body, but it's like I... I'm ready to just put a jacket on and just mm-hmm. like just be more covered up in a sense yeah. most of the time because I don't know it just and then you get more attention for whatever reason mm-hmm. from men from women and yeah. I, sometimes I just I don't like being the center of attention at all so I don't like when whatever I have on is calling too much attention yeah because it's just too much for me. Um, when I film it up, I like a little attention. <laughs> I'm like yeah. on Fashion Nova looking up shit. I want to show a little bit of yeah. skin, mm-hmm. but like. Mm-hmm. That comes like I feel like I'm. I feel more comfortable being femme when I'm comfortable with my body. Mm-hmm, so I feel that way too. I feel like when I'm not at a weight or at a like way that I see my body the way it is, I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna cover up a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. why I'm usually more comfortable in just you know fly guy clothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like it. I like it because I'm like, bitch, I'm out here. I'm gonna use. I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. but. It, it's definitely I can there's times like I would be uncomfortable too mm-hmm. it's just like all right yeah. like, I don't want this type of attention today so I'm gonna just sit down <laughs> <laughs> but like what do you consider masculine and feminine like for you um like if I'm dressing femme it's either a dress with some heels on mm-hmm. or like tight jeans and a crop top like i like to show my body at least when i feel good about it right like if i look in the mirror and i'm like i don't like how my body looks right now i'm changing my clothes but if yeah. i'm like dang i look good i want to go be a bad bitch now <laughs> i'm gonna go wear that um i would say like my more masculine stuff is just like looser clothing mm-hmm. or i don't even think like masculinity has to do with clothes i feel like right. it's just like a demeanor and like yeah. how you're acting and I don't know. It's like a switch for me. Like sometimes <laughs> it's on and sometimes it's off. Like uh-huh. and then people just can tell like yeah. when I'm out. So mm-hmm. that's why I feel like when people be like, um, because you see there are straight girls that it's like the streetwear, the mm-hmm. loose clothes, oh, looking yeah. fly. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. why doesn't that look gay? Mm-hmm. Would it look gay on me? Type right, shit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I agree. It definitely is on demeanor because. When I'm all femmed up, I got my gay boy, um, you know, <laughs> vibes up. And I'm just, like, super, you know, uh-huh. hair flipping mm-hmm. and, like, overly gay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but then, like, you know, when you have that comfortable wear and mm-hmm. you're, like, more tomboyish, you're chilling. Yeah. You got, like, a certain swag. Mm-hmm. And I always get told that. And I'm just like, mm, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was out here, like, I don't give a fuck. But I agree with that. 
Oh, what's feminine and masculine to you? She says, well, no, yeah. she doesn't have an undercut, y'all. She played for the basketball team, but she don't got an undercut. So I was <laughs> never, up. I couldn't do that. No? No. no. <laughs> I did it. I got it. Why? I you like but... your hair too much? Yeah, I cut mm-hmm. my hair um like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And now that's why it's like bigger now. Mm-hmm. And so I just love my hair. I don't mm-hmm. think I could ever cut the bottom. Mm-hmm. I just love my hair too much. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, your hair is popping. You Thank know. you. But I definitely say it's a, ha- it's a gay haircut. Like if you have a mm-hmm. undercut. But there are straight girls that have that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they are. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. I don't see too many, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the question? Oh, what did, what did you consider like masculine or feminine? Um, like you said, I think it's all about demeanor. Um, I don't think I could be this like very masculine person because I like to wear makeup, and I mm-hmm. feel like very rarely do you see masks, studs, wearing makeup. Maybe stems. No. What? I, I know you've seen them. All right. That's I can't be the only one. What, what studs that, that wear makeup? There's studs that wear makeup, but yes. all they do is put like concealer and then they do their eyebrows. Maybe they do a lash, but they're not doing contour. We're not on the same TikTok, y'all. Yeah. They're not doing I've, I, ne- I'm not, I've pull never it seen a stud with after this, makeup on. After this, you must pull it up because I want to know what stud you're talking about. <laughs> she out here trying to gun me. I've seen it. We're always on different TikToks, so she sees things that I don't. But I've seen it. And it, it again, it's being in this generation where like they no longer um like associate this with masculine or that with mm-hmm. feminine. Now I want to get into like the whole dating scene. Mm-hmm. And right now, would you consider yourself single, dating, like in a relationship? <laughs> Not in no relationship. I am single. Interesting. And single. For a long time, uh-huh. finally, because I was always finally. that girl uh-huh. that was relationship. Two weeks later, in another one, like uh-huh. break up, get back together, or not, not even. Well, would I get back together? <laughs> I would go back and forth, but it was I was mm-hmm. always in a relationship, like mm-hmm. majority of my years in college, mm-hmm. and like my last two relationships ended like in these really bad fallouts, like not even being heartbroken, just like irrational impulsive like Mm -hmm. arguments that were really ugly Mm -hmm. and I was like hurt like I ended up like having really bad anxiety from these situations Uh I'm like girl what are you doing Uh I'm just like I need to I'm like do you even know how to be alone Uh no I didn't know how to do nothing alone I felt like I always wanted to be that person that like wanted to heal people Mm -hmm. or like be that person that someone can be vulnerable to and like let people just confide in me and all that kind of stuff and it mm-hmm. was just just not good mm-hmm. I like felt like that was a purpose for me mm-hmm. and then I realized I really couldn't like be like sit in my room by myself without my phone and just mm-hmm. like be fine mm-hmm. so after so this was in like January February I'm mm-hmm. like you just need to lock in on yourself and just get this shit together. Like mm-hmm. you need to learn to love yourself and not feel like you need someone to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just did that. I just mm-hmm. like focused on like people that brought positivity to me. And that was my family or like my really closest friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, these are the people I want around. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I would do like, I made a calendar, like Monday through Friday, self-love things to do like every day. And that's what I was doing. And eventually I was just like, I feel really good. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I feel content without like, I wasn't texting nobody, like not DMing people back. I was just like, this is, this is what being alone is. Mm -hmm. And I finally got comfortable doing that. 
And so I've been single for a long time. I've mm-hmm. been like dating like here and there, but like I've come across like some really great girls, but they would just need stuff from me that I just couldn't give them. And I'm like, I'll be upfront about it. I'm like, I have no intentions of no relationship. Like we can do whatever, like we can be friends, like mm-hmm. have a little benefits or whatever, but I'm just like no seriousness for me. Mm-hmm. Like commitment, I just wasn't ready for that. I don't yeah. think I'm ready for that now either, mm-hmm. but I'm ready to like be dating casually yeah and i have been but mm-hmm. yeah when do you think you'll be ready to like actually be in a relationship <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> i think it depends on like if just a person or like people because i don't because i think i'm not against polyamory i think i would try that out but i'm also not against monogamy so like if people oh, okay. come into my life or like one person i think it should just feel natural to me because now like when i come across girls and like, I used to wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm just, like, I was so comfortable just being vulnerable with anybody. Mm-hmm. And that, like, can't do that. <laughs> like, I can't let <laughs> these people, like, see who I really am. So I'm very, like, what's the word? Um, like, I just think who I am is very precious and I want to hold that close to me and don't want to give that away so fast. Mm-hmm. So I think if someone just comes along where I'm just, like, wow, I can, like, really be comfortable around you and be vulnerable without, like, feeling like I'm forcing it. Because... And throughout the summer, like, I would try to be vulnerable with people, Mm -hmm. and I would cringe so hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I would try to talk about, I would, like, compliment them or, like, Uh say really nice things. I'm like, ugh. (laughs) I can't do this. Like, it was just so cringy to me. I'm like, I've never felt like that before. Like, Mm -hmm. I used to be this, um, like, lover girl. I used to be so romantic, Mm -hmm. and now it makes me cringe. Like, but, Mm -hmm. like, I know that there's going to be someone where I'm just like, this feels natural for me to do. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm I'm not forcing anything. I just wanted to feel okay. So I don't know when that's gonna happen. Yeah. But if it does, then it does. Yeah. It'll take some time. Yeah. Do you? How do you meet people? Like, what's your? What do you? Do you use <laughs> dating apps? What do you use? I would. The only dating app I have is Tinder. But like, I don't go on Tinder. Like, let me see if I can find a girlfriend. Like, Tinder is for like if I want to be spontaneous and like go out for a drink and my friends don't want to, or like if I just want to meet up for drinks with somebody. Uh-huh. I usually meet people at gay clubs or like Mm -hmm. gay events and like I said I'm pretty confident like with going up to people Mm -hmm. and then if we talk after that then great and then if we don't then we don't Mm -hmm. you know interesting in-person interactions y'all stop being scared to go out here and talk Mm -hmm. to people but it's also because like during COVID like when TikTok like for like gay Mm -hmm. TikTok was like crazy I was like talking to I was, I'm not even gonna lie. I was talking to it a lot bumping. of people like mm-hmm. through TikTok, and they're like live across the country, and I'm like, I I'm never meeting you. Like, this uh-huh. is never gonna happen. So I think I just got tired of online like FaceTime calls and like not being able to meet people. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, I just wanna if I meet somebody out, that's great. Like mm-hmm. so, I feel like everyone that I've really dated, I've met them in person except mm-hmm. her. Oh, it's mm-hmm. time for everything. <laughs> yep. And when we first met, I, I was like, oh, she's probably a fuck girl. Like, she's probably going to go nowhere. But whatever. I was like, I was just dating like you. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just going on dates. Like, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. I was fucking around. She I was. was. A, I was, was a fuck girl for, for a her minute girl shit. before I met her. Like, for, like. What's a minute? How like long is that? five years. Yeah, girl. So, when you sit here and you talk about, oh, you know, one of these days when it'll come natural. I used to think that I was fucking crazy because I was like, yo, what the fuck am I waiting for? Like, why can't I just... I wasn't a person to wear my heart on my sleeve. However, Mm -hmm. I did get involved with people who... Which, for the most part, I was lucky in a sense because the people I did get involved with were, like, 
would fuck with me. Like, mm-hmm. they really wanted to be with me type shit. But for some reason, I just didn't feel like it was clicking for me. I was just like, yo, you're a great person. I don't know why I don't feel a certain type of way, but I know there's something I should be feeling and I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. call me crazy, but I just need to let this go. Mm-hmm. So I would do that. I felt bad because I feel like I've done that to a few people. Um, and then at some point I, I fucking realized I'm not crazy and I met her <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, like everything was so natural. So you were single for five years. Yes. And then how long were, what about you? I was dating all she the was time. All, oh. She was out here. <laughs> <laughs> she was out here. She talked all that shit. She was out here. I was, yeah, I was, well, when I started dating her, I was like, um, I was dating around cause it mm-hmm. was like when everything was lifted and things were like starting mm-hmm. to open. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? We was, we was locked down in way too long. So I was dating around. But before that I was, I was talking to someone. It was, I wouldn't say it was that serious, but we were talking for a few months. And then before that I was like in a, in a mini situation slash mm-hmm. relationship. <laughs> um, so when I met her, it was, I was in my break mm-hmm. where it was just like, I'm single, I'm doing whatever I want to do type shit, you know? So you really never know. Right. It might come from TikTok for you too. You know what's so funny? This is such a small (laughs) world because I went to 20 TikToks. I went to the comments. I love reading comments. And (laughs) I saw this girl that I went to high school with and she's a straight girl. In my comments? Yes. (laughs) Yes, girl. Social media makes the world smaller. (laughs) Do Do you feel like things have changed for you like in the dating world since you became like I'm I'm gonna say TikTok famous. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, kinda. I think I am very, cause like when I first started growing on TikTok, and people would be like, "You're TikTok famous, like you're famous." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm like, I'm a regular girl." Uh-huh. But so then, like, I realized, like, even though I would consider myself like this normal person, like people don't see it that way. So if mm-hmm. I'm talking to a girl, and like, I'm not thinking about it as, like, she's, like, because sometimes girls would see it and then they would, like, post a screenshot and be like, oh, my God, she DM me. And I'm like, Weird. I'm, oh, hell no. I'm like, I'm just being nice. Like, I'm like, okay, I can't do this. So now mm-hmm. I just try to make sure that I'm not so, like, open mm-hmm. with, like, everybody, at least on social media. Mm-hmm. And even when I meet people in person, I think I just, I'm like, I try to see if they know me from TikTok or if they just are coming up to me just because, you mm-hmm. know? So. I think I'm just a little, I try to, what's the word? There's a word for this. Like, like play it safe. Yes. Mm -hmm. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like once you hit that, like, like whatever TikTok famous, sometimes you don't know if people really like you for you or they just like you because you have Mm -hmm. like this, like following Mm -hmm. and like, you know, and I think it's crazy Mm -hmm. sometimes like. When there is a pretty girl and she DMs me and I DM her back and she's like, oh my God, I didn't think you were going to talk to me. I'm like, I don't care about these numbers. Like yeah. TikTok is just fun. Like that's what it's for. Like I don't care if somebody has a million followers. Like, mm-hmm. cause there was like this one, she's a straight girl. She had like 400,000 on Instagram. She DM me and she's like, it's like, you need to turn me out. I <gasps> hate when girls say that. Like no, I didn't. hate it. I'm just no, like, she didn't. You're not out here for turning shorty though? No, <laughs> no don't straight girls are just not. Mm-hmm. I can't, can't get into it. Yeah, <laughs> not it. Not and, once. No, I never messed with a straight girl before. Good for, Good you. for you. <laughs> Good for you. And those be the main ones in the comments. Mm-hmm. That's what kills mm-hmm. me. Yeah, it kills me. 
Because um, on her Instagram, I mean, on her TikTok is the same shit. She's mm-hmm. always getting comments from girls, probably straight girls. She, she be saying on Instagram, I mean, I'm TikTok famous too. And I'm like, girl, I'm not you are. famous. Right. No, right. I'm not. Until they start paying me, I don't consider myself TikTok famous. Also, I don't you have people, over, how much do you have over? Like, it's only like 85. That's only yeah, right. you can get paid right you can get yeah, paid but i'm not getting paid so right. i'm not considered i don't consider myself famous however um i don't have people come up to me i think now that we have this platform is when people come up to us or like people be like yo i see you from tiktok mm-hmm. what tiktok is it or like you know i listen to your podcast i think now is when like I get the most recognition with her because mm-hmm. of this platform. But very rarely was I getting like, oh my God, you're from TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. I know you from somewhere. Like, I think it happened one time. And it was when we went to that carnival. She <laughs> was so rude. Landing. She but was so rude. She was what? She was so rude. The, the girl, girl that came up to her, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what she do? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, okay, she came up to JoJo. And JoJo has posted me on her TikTok a couple mm-hmm. of times. And the girl just kind of, like, ignored me the whole time. Like, Ew. she was just talking and talking. Mm-hmm. And I'm just standing there, like... I know up. you see me, girl. I know you see me here. Like, at least say hi. Like, yes, I'm not TikTok famous, but mm-hmm. I, I'm her girlfriend, and you've definitely seen me before. And it, it was weird, because it was just, like, I feel like I'm invisible right now. Mm-hmm. So it was just so awkward for yeah. me, and I was like, oh, she's fucking really I think it's already weird for people to come up to you and be like, yo, I know you from, like... Not I know you know you, but mm-hmm. like I've seen you on TikTok, mm-hmm. I'm following you on TikTok, yeah. same shit. Mm-hmm. And then it's already weird for them to come up to you and tell you that because it's just like, okay, mm-hmm. all right, <laughs> like, and, all right. <laughs> and I think that that was the first time that that happened. And I, I was literally like, damn, what do I say? And I, mm-hmm. and I was kind of hoping she was the buffer, but she didn't say shit. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I was well, thank you. Um, that's so nice. I was. What else waiting. do I do? That's so weird. It, it was. You I were. mean, I appreciated mm-hmm. the acknowledgement, but at the same time, it was weird because I had to have it happen to me, mm-hmm. and I just was like, "Damn, like I'm really nobody." To be honest, like I'm just regular, regular. So it's like you don't even know how to approach that situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've seen people, and this is why the fucking world is small because I see people even before TikTok. I see people now that I used to follow on Instagram that are within the community alone. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh shit, I used to follow them or they used to like be popping. I used yeah. to see them on For You or like I do follow them on TikTok type mm-hmm. shit. And and even I'm like, ooh, like I just think that it's kind of weird to like go up to you and just be like, yo, I don't knock people trying it with us. But I mm-hmm. do think me personally, I'm just going to mind my business. Mm-hmm. If we cross paths, we cross paths. But I'm not going to like jump in front of you and be like, hey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, again, I don't mind it. Say hi to us. Hey. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, most times I'm just like, damn. Hey, that person from TikTok. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you're more like <laughs> low, key. low key when it comes yeah. to that. Because I just don't mm-hmm. want to be weird. I mm-hmm. think that's just me. I don't think it's weird at all. I think people I, like that. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think that it's weird in the sense of other people doing it. But I think for me, I don't want to come off like I don't know. I don't know how to how how to say it. But it's just like you know, OD. Like, but if that like would have never happened, we would have never met her. Her? Yeah. 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 Oh, I that's like, true. Because I, I did know that. Her. Right. I was like, yo, I've seen her on TikTok. Uh-huh. Or did you tell me? I don't know. You pop up on a for you. So yeah, it was just and weird. I'm on gay TikTok, so it's just like, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. if you in there, you in there. And when she said that, I was like, damn, she is. But like, what the fuck you want me to do with that information? Because <laughs> babe, no, I think you spotted her first. Still, what the fuck? If you in there, <laughs> so you know something like, all right, you know why they recognize you after? Because I was like. She's dressed masculine, masculine, but I don't know. Like I don't mm-hmm. know if it's her because mm-hmm. you post yeah. like mm-hmm. feminine and mask. So I wasn't too sure. I had to go on TikTok and be like, "Oh yes, I remember her. Oh, I remember her." I be knowing. <laughs> yeah, I just be knowing. 
Mm-hmm. And we had a great time. Yeah. Right. And it, we haven't had a time like that since. So mm-hmm. I don't know what you're waiting on. Me? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be out. You be out here, right? No invites, so, nothing. Oh, okay. So it's my yeah, fault. Okay. Yeah, right. Crazy. It's noted. I got it. I got it. <laughs> you really do be out here, though. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Good for you. How old are you? 24. Okay. Wow. You're like the second person. What's your sign? What do you think I am? Do you mean like, I wouldn't know. Earth signs or Earth like, sign? um, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're that means. I don't know what signs are Earth. Not a Virgo. You're on your own. Capricorn or Taurus? I'm going to say Taurus. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Dang, that was Venus. good. How did you know that? <laughs> We're both Virgos, and I always ask people that. You guys are Virgos? Yes. What do you think Shut about that? Up. I love Virgos. Really? I love their signs. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> When's your birthday? So your birthday just passed. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm the 22nd of September. Mm-hmm. I'm the 13th. Oh, your so it's just like close. a yeah, like it's a like week a, and a half. really expensive month for us. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. God bless. What'd you guys yeah. do? We went on vacation, Costa Rica. Yeah, we went to. Costa. Oh, that's when you guys went. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you have fun? Mm-hmm. We, we loved time. it. It was so nice. Yeah, that's good. We want to go again. Well, we might be going again. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should talk about it again. We still have that um, Trova trip coming up. It is in March. Um, the dates are linked to our bio. And if we get at least 10 people to go, we'll be going to Costa Rica and having a good time with people that we know from the internet or people that know us that we'll get to meet from the internet. So we'll let's s- go, lesbians. <laughs> we'll let's not s- being cheap. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, it is it is expensive, but they do have a payment plan. Mm-hmm. So if you want to like pay little by little, that's always an option. But um. We'll probably do some meetups in the future if anything. So if this doesn't work out, we're, we will still be out here. So, yeah. Have you guys done a meetup before? No, not an official meetup. We ha- There was like a pride event happening mm-hmm. near us and we had posted it on our story. Like we wanted to do a picnic. It didn't work out. So then we said, oh, let's meet up in this like mm-hmm. pride thing. And some people showed up. Some people from oh, Philly, nice. which is cool. Yeah. Um, every time we meet people, we get very, very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I feel like they're excited, but, like, we're excited, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, we get to take pictures with them and stuff, and we love it. It's super fun. Mm-hmm. I think for for next year's Pride, we definitely want to do something more personable. Yeah. Do, like, something like a meetup. Because mm-hmm. it's really, we got so many people out here, and they never know where to go, where they're like, I need queer right. friends. Like, yeah. where do you go? And it's like, in all reality, all the people that I've met, I've been lucky enough to meet in person. Mm-hmm. Um, Through going out or through other mutual friends. So that's mostly how my my queer friend groups grew. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it'd be nice to give that to other people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be ready because you're coming. I'll be there, and yeah. they're all gonna want to come and meet you. Oh yeah, don't see, don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be one of many because they were obsessed with Brenna. So oh it's only you a know it's crazy. Look, I went to school with Brenna. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where'd mm-hmm. you go to school? Sterling. Oh really? We went to high school together. Mm-hmm. Small world, tiny. So what have you learned from yourself, I guess, in this journey of like being single and not jumping from relationship to relationship? I think we, that's one of the most questions that we get asked Mm -hmm. from like our listeners, just about like, they're going through a breakup right now. Mm -hmm. And that's a great question. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I would just say what I learned is like, when you're single, 
you shouldn't like when I was single before I would use other people to like feel this void that like my heart was broken or like that Mm -hmm. I was upset about I wasn't sitting in my feelings and dealing with it I was like pushing them to the side Mm -hmm. but then they would all come back up in another relationship because I was dealing with the same things Mm -hmm. so just really acknowledging how I was feeling crying Mm -hmm. about it being upset being angry like feeling whatever feelings I was feeling and letting me just sit in that Mm -hmm. and then once I was over it I was over it Mm -hmm. um another thing that I realized like when I was single like I would in my relationships I would hmm, how do I want to word this because I don't want to be too personal (laughs) um like say there were arguments or something I would like Cause I'm a very calm person. I don't like to argue. I don't like to scream or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So I'll ball up my anger and it would just sit. And then, like I said, my breakups were irrational, like mm-hmm. very intense situations. And that would be because like everything that I built up, it will all just come out at one time. Mm-hmm. And I realized in these relationships, I was hiding the side of me, like knowing how I can get when I'm angry. I was like making sure that nobody knew that about me. But now mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like I should tell people this and tell people like hey when I'm angry or when I'm upset I can do ugly things not that Mm -hmm. I want to but like just accepting like we all have ugly parts of us and there's no reason for us to like hide that because it's gonna come out and I think we should just accept it and learn how to not be that way Mm -hmm. and I'm like let me make sure I don't ever do this again like Mm -hmm. maybe sure I'm I'm with someone that knows how to communicate and if they don't, let's work on ways that we can. Like, how can I be a better communicator for you? And how can you be one for me? And just really just sitting in, like, learning about myself and learning about the people that I come across. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Yeah, I think often you try to put yourself in a box for someone else. So mm-hmm. they would, you know, I guess in a sense, like you more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't do you any justice mm-hmm. in the long run. It hurts mm-hmm. you more than it helps you. Because yeah. in the end, no matter how much you do for a person or how much you become the person they wanted you to be, mm-hmm. when that person don't want you, they don't mm-hmm. want they you. Don't That's want you. it. Yeah. Like, and then you're asked out being this person you thought would keep that relationship forever and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, you're like, who the fuck am I? Right. Like, I... I um, put myself in a box for somebody and I don't even know who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I like this or that. It's right. just like... It's a lot of self soul searching mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So that's very good. Because yeah. then so what do you feel like in moving forward in a future relationship, like what do you want? Like do you have an idea of what it um, is that it'll look like or <laughs> No, I have no idea. I think the next person or people that I like come across, I just wanna make sure that they're What's, this is so sad to say, but I need someone that's kind to me, like, all of the time. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, like, even if someone's angry about something, I don't like people that will just shut down. And, like, mm-hmm. now I'm sitting here, like, dang, what am I going to do? Like, I need someone that'll communicate in that moment, like, hey, I'm not in the mood. I can't talk to you about this right now. Like, people that'll just say what they mm-hmm. got to say in that moment and just figuring it out from there, mm-hmm. I need someone that's kind. That's like the main thing. That's so sad to say, but mm-hmm. I just, that's what I am probably going to be looking for. Mm-hmm. And also someone that is open in the sense of like how I present myself. I want to be able to be with someone that does not care what I'm wearing. Like, I don't want to feel like I have to tell them like, Hey, I think I'm going to dress masculine today. Like just so mm-hmm. they have a heads up. I don't want to have mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. I just want to be able to be who I am. And they're just like, they're just all for it. Yeah. So, 
honestly, that's one of the things that was a thing for me. Like I always, obviously I'm usually more mass presenting or whatever, but, um, I always had like that in between feeling of like, damn, like I'm attracted to femme studs, but I don't, I don't feel comfortable here. I don't feel comfortable there. So I was like, I need somebody like me. Mm -hmm. I need somebody who can just be in that in between space like me and not feel like I need to be one or the other. And luckily, I did. <laughs> uh, even though she presents more feminine, which I love, her personality and her mannerism isn't like mm -hmm. overly feminine. Right. You know? yeah. mm -hmm. So I think that that's where it kind of levels me out. And I think that I was very happy when I actually found that. I love that for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like that's low key hard because mm -hmm. you're always going to get more than the other. And she yeah. has her sense of like, you know, dominancy mm -hmm. in her personality, which I love. Um, but it's just like, you know, we, it's like a seesaw. Mm -hmm. We give more in some places and, and mm -hmm. other places she'll give more. So, so that makes me it. think of something. What is a dominant femme? What is that? Because like you see how like when people post it on TikTok and it's kind of just like, you're just doing anything that a regular uh -huh. person in a relationship would do they're like oh i'm gonna buy my girlfriend flowers congrats <laughs> i'm like, like i don't know what that is uh -huh. I mean, like sometimes i think people think that's like when they're aggressive and like i said like that girl that came up to me that's too much mm -hmm. like i don't i don't know what people think a dominant femme is like yeah i don't no you know, idea. that's a really good question because I never really thought of that until mm -hmm. you s described it in a way of like, oh, a dom femme is literally just doing what any person in a relationship would do. Mm -hmm. And that's literally what it yeah. is. I think it's like some femmes just get so comfortable with like getting taken care of. Like mm -hmm. they're, they, you know, they usually get driven for like the their girlfriend will be driving. Their girlfriend will pay for stuff like mm -hmm. Kind of doing like the, I guess like the masculine role, because mm -hmm. that's what we expect out of men in quotations. But I was always like, it shouldn't be that way mm -hmm. when it comes to like two women, because we're both two women at the end of the day. Right. So I feel like it should just be a given that we should both be giving into this relationship. Like I could drive, you could drive, I could pay, you could pay. It yeah. really doesn't fucking matter. Um, but when I was dating men, I was like, yeah, you got to pay. You can do, yeah, do all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's in your nature. <laughs> I, for me, I feel like dominant femmes um, is just in, I guess, the sexual aspect yeah. of it. Like, mm -hmm. they're just more, um, they're less pillow princessy, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And they're more active and just mm -hmm. a little bit more dominant in a sense where they can take control. Mm -hmm. Which is nice. I think that's mm -hmm. that goes a long way because especially yeah. when you're the more masculine presenting one, you're like, cool, yeah. You know, I want to be top type shit, but it's just like, yeah, girl, you can touch me too. Like, let's not be scared here. I could never sit here and like let someone do everything. I yeah, would feel like, so guilty. That's so weird. Like, <laughs> like I would, like, uh huh. I would, like, if you just, I don't know how, like, pillow princesses, that's what they are, right? They yeah. just lay there. Yeah. Why would you not want to return it? You know, that's what or I'm like, saying. Like, reciprocate. I'm not trying to make someone feel bad. Like, if you're listening to a podcast and you're a pillow princess, but it's like, oh right, I feel bad. Well, no, no, it's inclusive. okay. <laughs> when I when I like first started dating girls, um, the second girl I dated, she was like more stud, and she was like in a relationship for like years. Like mm -hmm. I'm talking about like five six years, and she told me that um 
she was in an open relationship. I'm going to say that in quotations. <laughs> and she said that her girlfriend only, like, went down on her, like, twice in, like, the, the five and six years that they were dating. Twice? So she was really surprised with me because she was like, this is not a thing. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's things called such... There's people called such me nots and there's, mm-hmm. like, pillow presses. I was like, this is a new world for me. Right, I don't know yeah. none of these terms. <laughs> the first girlfriend I dated didn't tell me none of that shit. So I was, like, confused. I was like, oh, so, like... You were expecting me to do nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's you're so, so stuck on me. Yeah. So sad. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, I think the world is changing, though. Mm-hmm. I, I do see it on, like, um, gay TikTok where more, more people are switches now. Mm-hmm. They're not just, yeah. like, pillow princess or touch me nots. Mm-hmm. Um, Switch nation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was pretty touch not me with how hard the fuck oh you touch me not, whatever, in the beginning. <laughs> and then I think that the more I explored, like with myself and with other people, I was just like, oh, I could lay on my back and walk my life. <laughs> <laughs> you do your thing. Um, but I think that sometimes it depends on the relationship that you grow with mm-hmm. someone sexually too, because it's just like when you give that sense of, you know, dominancy of I want to be top and I love the role of pleasuring, mm-hmm. um, then sometimes I kind of sticks with you and people get used to that. And some, I feel like in certain situations, some feminine women don't even try. They're like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm not going to test the limits because you're already giving me this type of presentation. Yeah. I'm just going to let you do your thing. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. But every once in a while, you got to try. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to try. Try. And if they tell you no, they tell you no, but you try. Right, right. That's all that matters at the end of the day, I feel like. All right. Not saying, you know, you don't got answers if you don't want to. But, like, (laughs) how do you feel about Strat? Oh, my Um, Lord. So. (laughs) Tell me more. I I prefer to not take it or have it mm-hmm. but i'm not against it like i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna say like oh i'm never doing that mm-hmm. i think like when in my first couple relationships when i was like first came out as gay i would just this is gonna sound so bad but i would just like let them because mm-hmm. i'm like okay i guess this is what they do but i didn't like it i'm just like i can't get into this mm-hmm. and like once i was with my I don't know, like third girlfriend. I just told her from the jump. I'm like, I'm not really into that. And then we never did it. We were together for like a year and a half. And I just think, um, I'm not against toys or anything mm-hmm. like that. But like without it, I think I just had more fun. It was more intimate like that. But yeah. I'm not against it. Like I will do it. But I think it just depends how I'm feeling. Yeah. I don't think it's for every relationship. Yeah. You know, I think you test, you definitely exceed some limits when you're with someone you really want to do that with. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing I do want to say, because people have this misconception about me. I've never used that before on somebody. Yeah. A strap? Yes. Yeah. Because That's I've crazy. always been with masculine girls and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, no, I'm never doing that. I'm like, dang, well, what if I want to try it? Right. Uh-huh. So I never have. I would want to try it. So uh-huh. hopefully the next person I'm with is like open. Uh-huh. But I just want to put that out there because people just think like I'm like this like you, you crazy star. yeah <laughs> I'm like that's not it. <laughs> that's not it I think it's because you give BD energy on TikTok so they're mm-hmm. probably like ooh oh I'm like what the yeah, hell does yeah. that mean <laughs> it's actually really hard it's really not that easy and the reason why it's not that easy is because we're not used to that attachment mm-hmm. so it's just like one we're not used to it and it's not like our 
something that's actually attached to us you know Mm -hmm. like it's a foreign object and it's just like there's no it's really hard to like maneuver in a way that you want with a strap when the harness is not giving security so it's really Mm -hmm. fucking hard um but you know practice make perfect we don't even do that (laughs) i've done it i've received and i've given um and it is fucking hard it's fairly enjoyable but it's certainly not like a Mm must-have it's never been a must-have for me i've had it one time i've given it one time Mm -hmm. um and i just feel like that's a really personable thing like scissoring really personable thing yeah it is that's just my opinion. Yeah. I feel like I'm not about to just fuck any shorty and scissor <laughs> because it takes mm-hmm. a lot of work and a certain it's type tiring. of maneuver mm-hmm. is tiring, right? <laughs> I have to be like super comfortable to be getting in certain. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's just a lot, but mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah. And it's enjoyable, mm-hmm. but it definitely takes some time and some work. Well, some people say that real lesbians don't need a strap. I've seen that a lot so in the comments. That's, I mm-hmm. like. I get what people say are saying mm-hmm. when they say that, but like, why are you limiting people to right. yeah. what they can do in the bedroom? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think once you're together for like mm-hmm. a long time, you'll want to explore like a whole mm-hmm. bunch. Of, like, there's yeah. a whole bunch of things that we probably don't even know about that people do in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And like, who are you to say like, if you use a toy, then you're not really gay, you know? Yeah, That's yeah. Bullshit. So I think like people are just too close-minded yeah. when it comes to that yeah i i feel i think it's boring when you don't use toys mm-hmm. not not all the time, all the time i think yeah. that it's like sometimes it's like it's cool but i feel like if you're having sex every day sometimes you gotta throw a toy in there mm-hmm. you know to like spice it up and yeah. stuff our favorite one is rosie rose the the little you know, orange i you don't have one no you're bugging i want one <laughs> but they haven't gotten it yet <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it honestly i not to you know be all out here but i was never a toy person um until like years like recently in the last couple like two three years mm-hmm. um i'm a old school shower head kind of girl mm-hmm. um but <laughs> when i got into it i was just like all right let me try you know this vibrator that vibrator whatever and none of them were like giving mm-hmm. it was just like all right i'm not really fucking with this toy and i i probably used it once and then left it and this is probably the first toy I'm just like, this shit is lit. Like, well worth it. We got it on the low when it was first on, like, Amazon. 30 yeah, bucks. Now it's we like, bought two. Yeah, now it's, like, now it's like, what, like, six? It's like yeah, 60 like bucks, yeah. <laughs> That's why Amazon. I haven't bought it yet. I'm like, dang. Yeah, now it's up there. But don't get the don't get the foo-foo one with the tongue. No. How about hole. you guys send me a link? Yeah, yeah. We'll do, <laughs> we'll do that. We'll save your life. That's probably the best uh, purchase ever in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you have any last minute questions before we wrap it up? She's looking at you, and I'm looking. Uh, at do you. I have any? <laughs> yeah, you I was looking at you, babe. Oh, yes, you was talking about our podcast. That's fine. Yeah. maybe she want to ask us oh, some shit. Okay, then. I'm not. <laughs> I don't have any. We should do okay. one card before right. we're done. Oh, she wants to play games. She want to hit it. Just one. Her. Just one. For the closer. That's a good. I already to looked close. at that one. You should shuffle them. <laughs> I did. Hold on, so oh, I you saw which one? I don't want this one. I want the other deck. Oh, there's. there's I gotta one. check what deck. There's like different decks. There's like. I want the hot one. I oh want the south. Oh god, I'm scared. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a discussion before sex with a new partner? Um. Yes. Mm-hmm. How often do you talk about sex, like with someone? Is it a, like, open conversation? Are you comfortable with having a sex yes. conversation? Okay. Yeah. Only because people don't. Um, I mean, I haven't had 
sex in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> so I think before I just make sure that person is comfortable and go through like do's and don'ts. Because mm-hmm. I'm really okay with, I just want to make sure that someone's comfortable. I don't want to do anything like, I don't want to have to think and just figure it out. I think I'd rather just talk about it before. Mm-hmm. Not like too intense, but mm-hmm. just like making sure everything is yeah. good. A-okay. How do you feel about period sex? That's a good one. I'm asking you guys. <laughs> mm. All right. So, like, before, I wouldn't be with the shits because I just feel like um, that's another personable thing. I feel like if you're not my shorty shorty, like, we not, like, together together, mm-hmm. I'm just not interested. Um, however, like, me and her, I mean, from time to time, not fully against it. I mean, mm-hmm. at least we we don't, like, have a full-blown sexy session, <laughs> you know? That's what toys are for, though, you know? Mm-hmm. Throw a little bit of Rosie down there and get it done. Say it has it? to be like on the days where like we're almost done mm-hmm. because I have a really bad period. Like my mm-hmm. cramps are like out of this world. So like I don't be I don't be trying yeah. to do nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Like it has to be like the last day type shit. Like <laughs> like I'm wearing a pad just because, but mm-hmm. I'm not bleeding yeah. type shit. Um, but some girls really be eating girls out. Like you know, good for you. With, uh, with I always hear period. that. I I can't. I always hear that <laughs> having sex in the shower while on your period, which it does, so you don't really bleed much in the water, or that I've experienced, the, you don't bleed much in the water. But also, having sex in the shower or in water really isn't. It's not as it. sexy as people it's really make it. For half the time, I'm not trying to wet my hair. I'm wearing a shower cap. And it's uncomfy. <laughs> it's uncomfy. Like, I look stupid. I'm wearing a shower cap. It's, it's not sexy. <laughs> and I don't care. Like, when we, t- when we take showers together, I'm going to wear my shower cap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Um, and it's not like the movies. Like, ah, she slams it against the fucking wall. No, it's not like that. It's not, We're two tall girls that, yeah, and our bathroom not even that, that big. But you just don't. The lubrication isn't there. It's just not mm-hmm. just because it's wet doesn't mean you know I'm in and out of there like mm-hmm. no it yeah. actually takes away the lubricant mm-hmm. so it's yeah. not it's not it yeah worth a try though mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure <laughs> um but thank you so much for coming on the thank podcast. you for having me of course this you were amazing nothing to be nervous about um give people your handles one more time okay oh I should say my last name because nobody knows how to say it okay. Naone Carter. Naone Carter. Carter. Okay. So it's K D N A O N E Carter. But it has two R's at the end on Instagram. Nice. Hey, go ahead and follow her if you haven't already. You're welcome. And thank you. Thank you. And we'll get back together another time. Yeah. Hopefully sooner this than later. Yeah, we're gonna time. party. This well, won't be the last time. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm sure when we get the when we get our Patreon popping and we vlog it. Mm-hmm. You gonna see She'll a lot of her. I'll be there. Yeah. All right, y'all. We gonna get into this family meeting. Only what? How many questions? Doesn't matter. We're just gonna do some. We're gonna do two questions. All right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Another great guest. Um, let us know what you guys think in the comments, and let us know if you guys want like a specific guest. We'll try our best to DM them. Sometimes they're too bougie. They don't respond. So who knows? <laughs> We've been very fortunate with the people we have gotten yeah. to um, collab with mm-hmm. and get onto the podcast. So, you know, just hopefully it keeps going good and in our favor and mm-hmm. people are interested in, in even getting together with us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, shout out to the people we've done. We've had as guests so far. Yeah. All right. First question. I recently got out of a three-month relationship. 
She claimed I was too hard on her and felt pleasure, pressured to be a certain level. I'm independent, live on my own, and have a good job. She still lives at home, depends on her parents, and has a minimum wage paying job. I accepted that not everyone has the same work ethic or is at the same level as me, but I am wrong for holding, but am I wrong for holding expectations for the people I date? I don't think that you're wrong for holding certain expectations, just as long as what you expect from other people are the same expectations that you have for yourself or that like you hold yourself at that, mm-hmm. that highest standard as well, mm-hmm. um, which it sounds like you do. Right. Um, but I also feel like in dating that person, you should have known what you were getting into, kind of. Yeah. I, I definitely don't think it's wrong for you to hold expectations. Like, my thing is was always, like, I expect what I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. That literally, like, what I'm asking for, I'm also providing. Which is what you said, you know, you live on your own, you're independent, you have a good paying job. Um, but like Jojo says, sometimes it's like, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into when it's already, you guys are already like in the dating relationships, relationship stage. Yeah. Um, I could see you cutting her off when you guys are just like talking and getting to know each other. Cause you feel like, ah, oh, maybe, maybe we, we're not really on the same page. Um, but I think. You're not really to blame because lesbians just move fast. And maybe Mm -hmm. she thought, maybe you thought that, oh, well, maybe I can push her and maybe I can, like, help her be better and, like, be independent. But, like, honestly, like, I used to be like that. And you just got to let people do their own thing and find people who are at your level. Like, you can't expect people to change unless they want to change. You know, I don't think there's nothing wrong with still living with, with your parents I envy people that still live with their parents because it's like you're you're saving money. Like not everyone has that that option. Yeah, you know that option to like live at home with their parents. Maybe they can save more money living with their parents because they're not paying rent. They're not paying like real bills. So I don't see something wrong with that, especially nowadays. I feel like it's just so hard to even get a house or just rent. Um, so when I was dating people, I, I didn't really turn them down when I heard, oh, I still live with my mom and dad. Cause it's like, all right, well, that's literally most people because everything's so fucking expensive. Yeah. Um, but I think that if she wasn't trying to like better herself in regards to like getting like a full-time job that pays her benefits and things like that, then I don't know. I feel like one other than the fact that you kind of know what you're getting into when you first start dating someone. I also feel like we have to understand like not everybody's on the same level. You feel me? Like she was living when we met, she was living by herself and I was still living at home. Um, You know, me still living at home wasn't due to the unfortunate event that I couldn't afford it. However, it was just I see no purpose in it being as though I was by myself. Yeah. Um, Is it nice to have your own space? Absolutely. But I... I was thinking of a bigger picture and I was, I was traveling, you know, and, and at the same time I was kind of helping my family by staying home too. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also feel like, again, everybody's on different, you know, different levels, different chapters, different, you know, um, especially financial financially. Um, so I feel like, you know, you, you kind of give people the time to show, like sometimes some people don't always have the opportunity to just be, in you know have the better hand Mm -hmm. so 
you know, but it's not wrong for you to want to be like, I need someone on my level. Um, because often a lot of people do kind of get caught up in the wrong situations where Mm -hmm. they are, um, settling and actually get stuck in situations where they're taken advantage of because they're taking care of people. But however, we have to keep in mind that not everyone is like that. I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt and let them show their truest self. So if that person is doing their best to show you that they want more and want to bring to the table what you're bringing to the table, then, you know, you just got to be patient. But if it's not working for you, then, yeah, I guess it's just not it for you. Um, and to kind of finish my thought, um, if you were listening to this and you have a minimum wage job, there's nothing wrong with that, that is, right? At least you got a job. Right. At least you have a job. The thing is that some people feel like I want to date someone who is kind of in the same like bracket as me when it comes to money because I have an expensive lifestyle. I like traveling. I like going out to eat to expensive restaurants. I like doing this, this, and that. And when you're the one that's making like a lot of money, and you're dating someone who doesn't make that much money, you can't expect them to like want to go to these things or have enough money to to go to these things. And you can't expect them to go in debt just because they're dating you. You get me? So I think it all depends. But I also feel like you can't get too cocky because I had a, a nice... A nice job that was paying me really well, and I got laid off, and now she's making more than I than I'm making now. So with my new job, so it's like, I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta date people for who they are and really get to know them before you make like things like official, official, right? Yeah. Because then think then it gets awkward when it comes to things like this. Like you guys just have different different lifestyles and different ideas of. Um, you know, what a successful life is. And maybe that's why she felt pressured by you. Um, but yeah. It's very easy to feel pressured by someone who's, who's like doing all these things. Right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if, you know, even if they don't even say anything, I feel like you still feel pressured. Yeah. Cause I did when I was dating guys, they felt a little bit pressured when it was like, Oh, you're living by yourself. Like, Oh, you're doing this, you're doing that. It was like, they wanted to compete with me, and I'm like, well, it's really not a competition. Like, mm-hmm. you do your own thing, I do my own thing. You got me? Yeah. But, yeah. All right, the next question is Hello, I feel like a phase after that seven year relationship, which she eventually decided to try out men. She wanted to remain friends, but I feel like I could never kill the hope of only wanting to only wanting her as a partner well what what went down really put me through much pain i tried being friends with her but when she told me stories about this guy she's obsessed with meh nope (laughs) hurts too damn much but why do i still want her back i need to let go p.s my first everything yikes seven years Listen, people change over time, but if you're going to do it, I feel like, please do it, you know, being, I don't want to say like your truest self, but think about the other person, you know? Um, I think that goes a lot of ways because I feel like when we're in relationships, we, for the most part, people always think about their partner and forget about themselves. Um, So it's, it's okay to be selfish in a way, but I think we have to be aware of the type of like selfish we're being. Cause I feel like if you're not being upfront with your partner that this isn't what you want and like letting it drag and what most people like to do is let the other person break up with them. 
you know, trying, you know, acting like their worst self so they don't have to make the breakup. Yeah. But I just feel like if it's not working for you, say that, you know, it's not till death do us part if it's really not till death do us part, you know? Yeah. I mean, I really want to know, like, her logic and, like, trying to tell her about her new man. Like, I feel like that's just, that's just weird. But I guess lesbians do that. But I feel like they do that with, like, other girls, not, like, a new guy. You got me? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't think that you could remain friends with someone like that. Mm-mm. You guys were dating for seven years and she was your everything. You really got to cut people off cold turkey sometimes. Like, this is one of those times where... You're not going to move on unless you have no communication from them, like, at all. Like, no social media, no happy birthday texts, no happy Christmas, happy New Year's, none of that. Like, cold turkey, you can't communicate with them because all you're doing is hurting yourself. Like, you should just focus on yourself and bettering yourself for, you know, your next partner. Because if you drag this on to your next relationship... It's going to be a disaster. Yeah. But I just think that what... I understand it being your first. I think that's one of the hardest things for us to let go Mm -hmm. because that was our pure self, Mm -hmm. you know? So I can understand being stuck on that and trying to find a way, even though like it hurt you, trying to find a way to keep the person around because you just don't know how to disconnect. But in all reality, what, how does it benefit you keeping this person around? It doesn't. It doesn't. It'll cause more harm to you than it will help you Mm -hmm. only because it's like seeing that person in another light where they're with someone else doing the things that they used to do with you sharing with someone else and all those things it's just crazy to me you know it's it's hard it's it's a hard pill to swallow sorry our dog is just getting so crazy yeah um but yeah i agree with you so just move on move forward get the closure that you need and just call it a day um it, now it's time to date you Seven years is a long time to give to somebody. Just date yourself. Don't worry about the next relationship or what you're going to bring to the table the next time or the things you want next time because you still don't know what you want right now. So date yourself. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, watching. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Yeah, deuce, deuce, mother goose. Bye.